May I speak in the name of God, who is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. So I asked a lot of people, what is it that we should talk about in our next sermon series for St. George's? Um, and uh, the, the, a number of things came up, a number of ideas were out there. Um, but the one that was at the top of the list was, could we explore the theme of doubting? could we explore the theme of doubting? And so um, over the next seven or eight weeks, depending on quite how we land, we're going to be thinking about that theme of doubting. Um, I'm not going to ask by show of hands, um, but the statistics say that one in four Christians in church at any one point uh, doubt the existence of Jesus, doubt the existence of God. And um, evidently, the reason that uh, 46% of people leave the church altogether is because they didn't feel they could be there with doubt, because they didn't have certainty of faith uh, and they had doubts, they, they left. And so um, as, as I begin today, um, in a slightly backwards way, which I'll say in a minute why, um, I, I just want to say that if you're here online or in person, and you have doubts uh, that you are in a friendly place. If the church should be, in my opinion, a place where we can be with our doubts, with our questions. Um, but the, the, the image I would use because I like transport, um, I could talk about buses or trains or planes. I'd rather be on the plane. I'd rather be on the bus. Not quite sure um, that, about everything but knowing that I'm, I'm on the bus with everyone else, working it out, uh, working through the doubts that I have. So when I say backwards, um, I shared with um, the staff team uh, the plan for the series, um, and, and I'd got doubting Jesus as the first one, and then doubting God, and then doubting the Holy Spirit for the first three weeks. Um, and uh, two of the replies I got back very quickly was, David, it's in the wrong order. You should start with doubting God first, and then do doubting Jesus. Um, because we tend to go Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Um, but the reason um, I'm coming in today with doubting Jesus as the first one um, is because um, the word doubting for me is associated with the word Thomas. Sorry if you're watching and you're called Thomas. Uh, but to me, as soon as I hear the word doubting, I hear Thomas. Uh, anyone else resonate with that? We, we, we think of doubting Thomas. And so as a way in, I want to, to enter into the series um, using Thomas. Um, and we're going to look at Thomas today from the gospel reading we heard. Um, and I'm going to talk about some general stuff. Next week, we'll get into what it means to doubt God. Um, and, and I want to say that as we doubt, I think there are two things. We might doubt the existence of or if you don't like to use the word doubt, you might say, I wonder about the existence of. But also, we could wonder about some of the um, actions of. So when we get to think about Jesus or God, uh, we might actually have doubts um, because we struggle with something Jesus did, something Jesus said. And certainly as we get to next week um, and we think about uh, how we might doubt God, there's stuff in the first majority of the Bible, the Old Testament, uh, which is tricky. And, and as we look at that stuff, we're not going to look at it all next week, um, but as we, as we look at the Old Testament and we see God, 
um, we might have doubts about how is this God in the Old Testament the same as the God that Jesus talks about in the New? So, um, so that's for next week. I've run the Alpha course uh, many times. Um, and so uh, one of the things that happens if any of you have run uh, an Alpha course or any course a lot is that it kind of goes in. Um, and so the other thing that comes to me when I think of doubt is, um, is, is, is uh, one of Nicky Gumbel's stories on Alpha. Um, and the, there's a session called How Can I Have Faith? And he says, um, and, and Nicky Gumbel's background was he was a lawyer. Um, so he says, we need to have evidence. He said, if I look back to my wedding day, I have evidence of the day in three ways. There was an event in history. It was a day that happened. We have photographs to prove it. Uh, there's, a, there's a symbol that represents it, uh, normally a wedding band um, on the finger. Um, and, um, and then there would be another form of evidence would be a certificate. Uh, if you get married, you get a certificate. Um, and uh, it's good to keep it in a safe place and know where it is because they're quite hard to replace. So I'm told. I think I know where mine is. Um, but so, so there's evidence uh, of, of an event in history. But then also there's the experience uh, we remember with our memories. Um, as we think about doubt, we will think about what other things do we doubt in life and how... Do we know that they're true? Uh, how, how can we trust our senses? Um, so there's a lot of things that we can talk about. But for now, let's talk about Thomas. Um, having a look, if you've got the Bible with you, uh, then do take a look um, at John 20, verse 24. If you've got an app on your phone, um, you might want to have a look at it. Thomas, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, we have seen the Lord. And we get these words, uh, you may know them well. Unless, unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my fingers where the nails were in his side, I will not believe unless I can see it and touch it. I will not believe. Uh, Thomas throws this out there. A week goes by. Um, and then, of course, they're in the house again. Um, and uh, the doors were locked. Jesus came in, it says. Um, Peace be with you. Peace be with you. wonder what was going through Thomas's head at that point. Um, anyone that loves going to the theater... Uh, when that's a thing again, um, then uh, we'll all have to go and do it and support the theatres so they don't close. Um, but uh, I, I used to go to see a lot of plays and productions at the theatre. Um, and, and the great thing about a stage and dramatic irony, I mean, I know here that there's no way in. So if someone comes in behind me, it's because they've broken through the wall. Uh, but, when, but in the theatre, there is that thing, isn't there, where they, they have several doors in either side and often in the corner, and people will appear. Uh, I'm not going to move about too much because I'll, I'll lose the camera and then I'll get told off. So I'll just, I'll just pretend I've got a stage. But, you know, there'd be somebody here and someone would come in behind and the person on the stage is saying something and we, the audience, can see behind. Um, it's often called dramatic irony we can see that behind the main character who's speaking, here is the person they're talking about. Um, and they have absolutely no idea they're right there behind them. What would it have been like for Thomas? For Thomas who says, what I need is I need to see Jesus. I need to touch Jesus. 
I need to see the wounds that came from the cross. And if I see those things, then I'll believe. And so here is Jesus standing, as it were, right behind Thomas. And all of a sudden, peace be with you. You know, when peace is spoken about in the Bible, um, I think it's normally at a time when there must have been some, uh, some, some confusion, some doubt, stuff's going on. Um, the angel's coming in and, and they, um, they, they tell people, peace, you know, um, Jesus coming along, peace. He said to Thomas, put your finger here, see my hands, reach out your hand and put it into my side, stop doubting and believe. Jesus meets Thomas. He meets Thomas in his place of doubt. Now, I don't know about you, but sometimes um, we can have a human tendency uh, that we, we just want to, um, to, to share our opinions, shall I say. And, you know, another approach to this that would have been written, probably in a television show, would have been Jesus saying, how, how is it that you can't believe? All the other disciples believe, and you're the one that doesn't. You know, Jesus could have really put Thomas on the spot there. But instead, all that happens in this encounter is Jesus says, here I am. You wanted to put your hand there and feel the wound? Go do it. Jesus wants to meet us in our doubts. Thomas had to wait a week. Some of us might have to wait a lifetime to find out that those things we doubt, we didn't need to doubt because they were true. When I say we might have to wait a lifetime, it may not be until we get to heaven that we really can know for certain that all that Jesus says is true. We might have to wait a lifetime. For others, it's much quicker, and there's a realization sooner. Um, and it could be a particular thing for you. It might be a particular thing Jesus does or says that you don't understand or you doubt. I know I have a whole list of things I'm confused about. And of course, when I'm confused, I, I tend to go and read a commentary because I think, well, I should, I should know more about this because someone might ask me the question. Uh, one thing about being ordained in the church is that people occasionally ask questions um, and uh, assume I know all the answers, and I, and I really don't. Um, but I know where the commentary app is on my iPad. And my normal response, if you ask me a really difficult question I don't know the answer to off the top of my head, is let me look into it and get back to you. And then I will spend time and try and understand what's going on here. But often those really difficult points in the Bible that we'd love to know more about, uh, the commentators, uh, academics, have spent their lives researching these things. And they can't explain. So for some... For Thomas, it was a week until his doubt was turned into faith and truth. For others, it might take a whole lifetime, and that's okay. But we're on the bus together as the church. There will be people around us in church always who are new to faith and people who have been around a long time. And all of us can carry doubts, and those doubts can come up as life changes, as things happen in life and we will have new questions. So when Thomas put his hand there and saw Jesus, 
he said, my Lord and my God. My Lord and my God. He says, my Lord and my God, because he'd been with him as Lord, as one of the disciples. And now, seeing, okay, this is the same Jesus who was my Lord, who I, who I was with, who I followed, now is on, died on the cross, has risen again. He now saw it. Now he says, my Lord and my God. Jesus told him, because you have seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. So to us who haven't seen physically and haven't touched physically, we're to know that we're blessed. We're blessed because we get to believe in Jesus. Uh, We do this through faith. Belief comes through faith. It takes enough faith to either show up to church or watch church online. It takes a lot of faith to do that. As we're in a world that is, is pushing us from all sides, and as we experience doubt uh, around us in society, as we experience those questions of who is Jesus? Wasn't he just a good man? There's so much historic evidence that Jesus lived. People don't tend to have a question around, did Jesus exist? because there's more evidence for him than many figures of that period in history. But was he really who he said he was? Was he really God made man is a question that people have. And the beautiful thing about the church is that there's enough people at any given time who say yes, absolutely. And so for those who are full of faith during a particular week, month or year, we get to hold those who have lost their faith, who are doubting, but come back and come back because they know this is the bus I want to be on. As I close, I want to say that Jesus loves you, that he, through his death on the cross, shows that God loves you, And whilst there are times when you or I may not feel that in the moment, uh, we can know that that is true. And sit with it. Sit with it. Jesus says to Thomas, stop doubting and believe. And for us, sure, that's where we want to get to, to a place where we stop doubting and believe. But, you know, with this COVID thing, they say we might go, forwards and backwards through the phases. I think it can happen too in faith. We might go from belief to doubt. But if that happens, stay the course, stay on the bus as best you can. Get others around you to help you stay on the bus. Because if you go from doubting, if you go from belief to doubting, then by the grace of God, through time, you stick with it, those beliefs will come back again. I'm going to pray. Father, we thank you uh, for Thomas, who gives us permission to ask our questions, to be honest, to say, I'm not sure I believe everything. And yet, you meet him where he is. And you call us blessed for choosing to even uh, be here 
So Lord, would you help each and every one who's watching or hearing this right now with the doubts we have at the moment, doubts about who Jesus is, doubts about faith. Lord, meet us where we are. In Jesus' name, amen.